Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another Life Talk podcast episode. And in this video, I'm going to be talking about um, as, I don't want to say unfortunate as it may sound, but basically that nobody cares. And this is a very hard, scary, tricky thing to digest. But there's something like when I tell myself this, that it's almost freeing in a sense. And what do I mean that like nobody cares about your backstory? Nobody cares in general. So I understand that Gary V is a, um, I'd say either love him or you hate him. And I kind of think, or at least my opinion of him, he's kind of in the middle. Like he, he gives more inspirational advice and it's kind of funny. Like I've seen all, all the people do like impressions of him. And, um, I guess you could say like occasionally he could be like a meme of sorts. I don't know really how you describe it, but basically I think you either love the guy or you hate the guy. So I was kind of neutral. I used to watch his stuff and then I was kind of like, I want some more knowledge that I can like apply. Not that you can't apply any of that, but you know, I just kind of moved away from that sort of content, I guess. But recently I watched his video and I, and you hear things like this all the time, but it just so happened that it was a Gary V video that I was watching literally days ago that it clicked. So, um, this, again, this is something here at the time, but just nobody cares about your, and I don't mean that cause I'm saying that very like positively and it's like a negative statement. Like I'm not saying nobody cares about your story because we all have these different stories, but in, he's saying this in the sense that like you, no matter what your story is, you have to get yourself out. Like you have to do something. And he was talking about how like, whether, you know, you were, you know, poor your whole life and you grew up with like no money or you were like a trust fund baby and, you know, you always had your parents money. It like does not matter. Like that story does not matter once you, I guess, get to the real world, he's saying. So you like it's our jobs to get ourselves out. And this also ties into not, like another point that I wanted to talk about where it's like, it's all on you. And again, this is something when it first hits you, it could be like scary, but it's also like something's freeing about that, that like, it's up to me. Like I can do what I want. So yes, it's scary because the possibilities are endless and you don't know if it's going to work, but it's also freeing in the sense that like, you know, I can do whatever I want. I can do that. So it's all on you. Like it's up to you. Like I, I need that to be like fully, I need you to like fully digest what that means because when you realize that like your life is on you because that seems so obvious to say okay well like the choices you make but like you got to realize the life you're living now like like there are choices that you have to make in life that could lead down different paths and like I think you just have to realize like I have to realize myself too that like these choices matter I'm acting like in life you have to follow through with the main way you have to go to college. You have to do this. Not that there's anything wrong with, with college, but like that's just the most basic thing to go on to a higher education. But if you want to do something like be an entrepreneur and you don't think you need to pursue like a business degree or because trust me, I know I literally know kids out there that are younger than me. I'm 18. I know kids that are under the age of 18 and making tons of money to the point where they wouldn't even have to go to college. But it's just important to really like grasp that it is up to you. And that, that also helps me take action a lot when, when that hits me, because I, I want to say I take action a lot, but that's actually not true. Um, 
I do. I think I do more than most because I don't think teenagers right now are doing anything that I'm doing. Um, and I'm obviously underestimating teenagers when I say this, but it's the people that I'm surrounded by. I know they're not doing this. I have a select few friends that invest. Um, investing, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I don't even think that's like a debate for me. I think like you should have investment knowledge and you should be investing the second you turn 18. And if you don't agree with that, I mean, wait till you're, you know, like older. And then like all these people look back and say, I wish I started earlier. So, and it doesn't take that much knowledge to, to get started. I mean, we obviously have these free platforms, which is where I learn pretty much everything nowadays. And I think, yes, am I ahead of the game a little bit? Am I trying to start a business? Am I trying to find other ways to make money? And hey, maybe I'm making the same amount as somebody right now, one of my friends is working at a part-time job, but guess what? I get to sit home and work, you know, an hour a day or something. So yes, technically, do I think I'm ahead of the game? A little bit, but I do not take action as much as I think I should. So when I hear this, when I hear that like my life is up to you and nobody cares, that hits me. That puts me into I'm going to do stuff right now mode. It immediately puts me into this action mode because I'm not going to lie. The victim card is something played a lot. And I never realized I was playing the victim card until recently because, and I I really do do it a lot because in my life, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really like the way the school system is set up and college is where it starts to get legit. You know, like I think you go through like schooling and yes, you need a formal education. You need a base knowledge. But to what extent? I was taking classes that I knew I would never use, that I didn't like, or, you know, the teacher didn't promote, like, creativity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think more things have to be cultivated here than just, you know, learning certain types of math and, like, reading Shakespeare. Like, I I think there's more to cultivating a young mind than those things. Um, I don't even think those things should be involved, but that is just... um, my take on that. But when it comes to college, at least, okay, you know, you're starting to get more uh, knowledge that you can apply, right? This knowledge can be applied within your life because you're going for a degree, you're trying to major in something, you're trying to master the, um, you know, the art of it. So you can go and get a job in that. So, well, my issue with college mainly came in with the money. Like, you could say, yeah, you don't need it, all this, and that could be true to an extent, but I was always um, upset by the money. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to be paying off loans for 20 years, blah, blah, blah. In the end, I ended up getting a scholarship, so that's obviously good. That's why you keep your grades up right there. If anybody young is listening and you're wondering why you get good grades, if you plan to go to college or if that's your backup plan, I mean, I'm telling you, keeping those grades up is actually more important because my whole life I was kind of just like, why am I even doing this? And I got a decent scholarship, not from the greatest school, but I mean, it's a school. It was one I was already looking at and it's kind of like a base college in my area. But if you're going to give me a crap ton of money for it, I I will go. But um, anyway, getting sidetracked from my main point that like, I sit around and act like this world is like, like, it's weird. I'm like an optimist. I think I, oh, I try to be, 
but I'm a realist. And the problem with being a realist is there's a bit of both because like a realist is somebody who like, I mean, you probably already know what it means and I'm not really defining what it means. I'm just saying like, I think in a realist, there is this pessimistic element because you have to be real. That's the point of being a realist. So it's hard to be like, try to be like, everything's great, but then you also see things the way they really are because then that can be pessimistic. So you can't be like naive to the fact that like, okay, everything's beautiful. Everything's great. And you can be, if you want, and that might be a great way to live. But like, I try to have a balance between this optimism, realism. And I think people confuse realism and pessimism because I personally, but my problem is I take my realism and complain about it. So that makes it look like it's a bad thing. So I'll say, you know, like my issue with the school system and I'll put these in the form of complaints. So then when I say something to like somebody like my parents or something, they're obviously going to receive that. And like, you know, like they might think in their mind, wow, like he's a negative person, you know, like he's just like thinking this stuff all the time. Like he just thinks everything's bad. No, I have my select things that I'm real about that I have a real opinion about. And just because it's not optimistic does not mean that it is pessimistic. Yeah, I, I prefer it as realism in the form of complaints, if if that's even an option. But my point is that I complain about things like college. I complain that the world about capitalism, like like not in that sense, but just in the sense that like this world is you know out to get you, or the way it's set up is horrible, and all this crap. But that's the thing. At the end of the day, nobody cares. No one cares. What you just said does not mean anything. Like, and let me like explain that in the form of like college for me. I can sit around all day and say, I hate college. I think it's overpriced. I think going in debt is overrated. I think it's a waste of time or I think this. Guess what? That doesn't matter. Nobody cares about that. Do something. Like, I was already trying to do stuff just to make money. Not not to, like, avoid college. But, like, I heard this quote. I think it was actually from, like, a business owner that I talked to. And he just said, if you hate it enough, and I don't want to use the word hate. Well, like, I mean, you could hate it. And I, I just kind of don't want to go. But, like, if you hate it enough, you're going to work to get out of it. Does that make sense? Like, again, I'm going back to the college example because there are people out there maybe who are entrepreneurs and business owners and stuff like this. And you can go to, you can absolutely go to college for entrepreneurship or business or marketing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for the people who, you know, because it's, it's very true nowadays, you don't need a degree to succeed. Like, I just think it's important that, that we, I don't know, realize that, where am I going here? I feel like I went over the the time limit, but I, I'm actually, I'm actually really feeling this episode. Um, but I kind of not going to lie. I kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> um, as I motivationally speak and walk around my room 20 times, but, um, I guess I'll just go back to my main point because <laughs> I don't want to, I don't feel like restarting this episode. Cause I feel like this was a really, really solid pushing point here, but, um, just like you have to take action. I, I was at the point where you know, grind, you know what I mean? Like that sounds stupid, but like, if you, if you hate something enough, you're going to do something to get out of it. Don't sit there and say, I don't want to go to college and then not do anything about it. Because obviously I can't walk into my parents and say, guess what? I don't want to go to college 
but I don't have an alternative plan. You know what I mean? If I go up to them and say, hey, I have a business doing $10,000 a month. I'm not going to college. That's a different story. That is a completely different story if you have the evidence to back it up. Even if you just have a plan, even if you just approach and say, hey, like I have a business plan laid out. I know what I'm going to do. I know I'm going to promote it. I know this. Give me like a year. Take a gap year. I don't know. Something like that. Like you have to realize that you can't sit around and like not do anything about it. Again, I know these young business owners, um, some personally, some I just know, you know, like of them, I talked to them once and like they took action. Like the reason they're not in college, like the people that you're talking to, the reason they're not in college, probably because they're doing something right. Probably because they said, Hey, I don't want to go to college. I'm going to do this. And then they did that. So I just think it like, I keep saying, I think it's so important, but that's kind of my like filler, filler phrase right there. But basically you can't just sit around is is all I'm saying. You can't complain, but then sit around. And that's what I'm starting to realize. That's what's starting to click because even though, yes, maybe I'm doing some business things here and there, like, is it enough? Because like, sure, that's great if I make like $100 a month, but am I really going to go to my parents and be like, look, I'm making $100 a month. I'm not going to college. That is not happening. Like I have to think long-term here. I have to back my, my statement up with like money. I have to be like, Hey, I think it'll do this much. Here's my plan. It is doing this much. If you know, if you did have a business that was doing $10,000 a month, like at that point, why would you, I mean, I don't want to say why would you be going because you can always value degree, but like if you're an entrepreneur that's always like adapting to new things and like all this stuff and you have like a business model that you know can go on for a long time or you just you've made so much from it that it can like hold you off and you can take that money and invest like it's just it's just a matter of like realizing going back to the first point that it's on you that is on you your life is on you whether you like it or not yeah maybe you will have people to help and t- trust me connections are amazing like if you can connect to people especially college is a great place for that as much as i say like i don't want to go if you're going to you know like a business school and you're you want to start a business and you're surrounded by thousands tens of thousands of other people who want to start a business too and that probably have experience or maybe have money or maybe have this and that that's great connections are great but it's just important to realize that it is in the end on you. You have to do something. You physically have to do something. And that doesn't matter your situation. Yes, people are more, um, are luckier. Again, I'm friends with people who have, who like come from a decent amount of money, a good amount of money. Yes, am I jealous that they can use, you know, that much money to start a business. And I'm over here saying, well, I can never do that because, you know, like my parents or the, or this or that, like I've never had that much money. So how am I going to do that? Am I jealous? Yes. But then you have to think that there's people out there that are much worse off than me or you. There are people right now that don't even have the luxury of having, you know, a computer, like a good computer, maybe a phone, maybe just the knowledge to start something like there's people out there that are worse off. So yes, like I understand the feeling of like jealousy, I guess, for people 
who just have all this money because even even if somebody's self-made per se, maybe they still started their first company with like a huge like loan from like, you know, their parents or their family or something. So yes, they're self-made. Um like in a sense, but like they still used that money if that makes sense. So yes, that that could be possible, but you also have to keep in mind that there's people that don't have the luxuries you have right now. They don't. So I think I'm going to kind of wrap that up. This was a very like, I think this is a really good episode to, to make. It was very like, I feel like passionate, um, as I did ramble on for 16 minutes, but I guess that's kind of more like a regular, I mean, I don't know if anybody cares, but I think a regular podcast length is pretty dang long. Not my usual like five minutes, but again, I like, even though it's technically like a podcast, it's usually just, you know, your little daily dose of inspiration and knowledge. So, uh, take it as you will, but you know, 16 minute episode, that's pretty solid. So again, just driving the points home that like, not to say it doesn't matter, um, you know, where you come from, but like in the end, like once you hit that real world, no one cares in a sense. Like, again, that sounds like a very negative viewpoint, but like, once you like realize that as a reality, it can be, like I said, scary and freeing. And that just like, again, kind of the same point that it's on you. It's on you to do something. Like, again, especially in my case, like I'm telling you, like, this is a really good mindset to have if you're somebody like me who's not sure if they're interested in college or you're not sure what you want to do. Like, it's scary to go to college and start paying and wasting all this time when you don't even know what you're going to do. So, yes, you can go undecided and things like that happen all the time. But just to have this mindset of like, dude, if I don't want to go to college, it's up to me to to prove why I know I shouldn't be going to college, you know? Like, it's my responsibility. Like, yeah, it's great. You can sit around all day and be like, oh, man, I don't want to go. I don't want to spend this much money. It's stupid. And you can complain all day. But the difference is there are people out there who complain and then do do the work or they don't complain at all and just do the work. And then they have the results to back up why they don't have to go. And again, this is a very sp- specific example in my case, but I do think there's a lot of people out there that are starting to realize that like, you know, it's not as needed. And sure, am I underestimating a degree? Yes. But uh, is the world overestimating degrees? Yes, I think I think that's the truth. So um, with all that said, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you really got this point. I hope you can apply it to, because I don't, I, I, again, I just use my own personal example with college. Um, but it's just being in the real world, being in work at a job, college, whatever it is, just take those points and try to apply them with some area of your life. And with that said, I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.